Welcome everyone to the Playing Field podcast. This is a new adventure from us being outside of Bang FM. I have Sam with me, but he's on Skype. Hi, Sam. Hello. So we are, of course, away from college for the summer holidays and we're not confined to a studio environment anymore. So we decided to take this forward. We're going to use kind of what's easiest for us. So we're on Skype to each other right now. We've software to record it and we're just going to keep going with the podcast all over the summer. Hopefully much. the audio quality will be uh, good enough. We've tested it enough and it seems to be all right. And a, a really big podcast I know uses this exact same software. That's how we, uh, uh, how we source the software. So I'm hoping that the quality, although it's obviously going to be a bit less than the studio recording that we have inside in college, but I think it might be better than the Bang FM shows uh, recording, don't you think, quality-wise? Yeah, slightly. Of course, you might hear a dip in quality between Sam and me. It's because I'm the one that's actually recording the software, so my mic might be a lot better than Sam because Sam is on the Skype end of everything. Yeah, so, you have a direct input. It's like I'm on a phone call. Yeah, so of course there might be a separate level. It shouldn't be too bad though. It, when we listen back to it, and we tested it. It didn't sound like I. It doesn't actually sound like I'm on a, a phone. I hope not. Anyway, <laughs> it's not like those awkward phone calls they have on radio stations where you just know they're in a bad area of signal and everything. Yeah, sorry. Can you say that again? I can't hear you. <laughs> it's the what? Most, it's the most cringeworthy thing ever. But look, shout out to my friends. <laughs> while we're here, we're on the subject, of course, of GAA. Because we have one subject to discuss in great detail because we have had a great few days. Yeah, Sam has just mentioned there about having a great few days. Me and Sam have got the opportunity to write. Sam, Sam and I, sorry, that's going to annoy me. <laughs> Shush. We have had an amazing opportunity to write for the Kerry County Board's website doing previews and match reports for games in the most championship. So we will be in Clare this weekend for the semi-final and should Kerry progress into an, a monster final we might be at that game and whatever going forward after that but Big yeah, steps it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty good to actually do this of course we were in Crow Park and we went to a lot of the league games uh, earlier on this year but now we're in championship as the summer has really kicked in and championship season has begun I think it's uh, to us it's a really big deal because obviously like we did the league games and to do Crow Park for the Kerry Dublin Allianz League final was like it, it seemed like that was the peak of our year or of our careers, <laughs> but uh, to be able to do something over the summer because of course we're not in college as we've said probably many times now, uh, to have something to do and to be able to progress forward and to be press officials and to be able to write during the championship is really it's it's surreal because. Of course, myself and Dimmer grew up watching championship. We grew up watching, uh, going to championship games every summer. Like summer is about championship. The football or the soccer, quote unquote, soccer season has ended, and now it is time for the JA and hopefully a push for the All Ireland final. Yeah, of course. Uh, Kerry came short last year into the semi-finals, did win the Munster title, of course. So they will be obviously gunning to retain their crown this year. Uh, it's of course Kerry and Clare in one half of the Munster semi-final and in the other half which kicks off tomorrow which is Saturday we'll have uh, Tipperary facing Cork in Parky Rin the winner of that then will go on to the Munster final and we will see then what happens for the All-Ireland final of course so is it uh, Cork and Tip obviously playing Parky Rin Parky yeah. Rin uh, why do we know uh, I think I think Cork just had home advantage because of course Cork but no no not that um, 
Is Pakikui finished? Uh, Pakikui, I don't think was going to be finished. I don't think it is finished yet. I'm actually not sure. Uh, you may hear the typing yeah. uh, every once in a while, which is quite handy, actually, that we have resources in front of us now instead of trying to like lean across the radio desk. No, but I, uh, when... I, I, I thought it would be in... Um, in Parky Cueve, but apparently not. I could have sworn they said, though, that uh, Parky Cueve was not going to be completed until Monster no, Final it... Day. Uh... Because it is on in Parky Rin, as far as I'm aware. It's Parky Rin this uh, Saturday at 5pm, I think. I'm trying, to find, I'm trying to find images and stuff, but uh, all you can find is the uh, development images, or whatever you call them, yeah. the graphic ones. Yeah. Uh, it's worth noting as well that I found this out last night that uh, the old seats from Parky Cueve uh, were bought by Dr. Croaks, so some of the old Parky Cueve seats are now in in the Croaks in the Croaks pitch in Clarny, which is pretty cool in Lewis Road. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't really see why they, you know, buy it. I thought now a car club might actually buy it, or well, they I might suppose... throw it in a museum or something, or fans might buy them if they wanted them. Do you know? I, I, I. Well, the seats were. Let's be honest. The seats were terrible in Parky Cueve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, uh, to for be a fair. club ground to have them, it's not too bad. Because Crokes have the main stand, all right. Yeah. But they, they have a lot of grounds, such as Mallow, the Mallow GA complex, they have the main stand. But then to the left and the right in the stand, they have smaller seating areas. They have it as well in Tralee, in Austin Stacks Park. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. behind where we had the press interviews and stuff, just mm. down there in front of us. They have uh, seats there, but it's not covered. I'm guessing they're going to do the same thing with that. I haven't seen it fully yet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what way that develops into another ground, I suppose. Uh, I, I googled, uh, when will Parky Cueve be finished? Because that's the first thing that came up. And it comes up that it was opened on June 6th, 1976, which is three days ago. <laughs> A long time ago. <laughs> A long time ago. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see, obviously, what way Parky Cueve does develop. Because apart from Crow Park, we don't have these like new big stadiums. And I think they have developed Parky Cueve into something a little bit more... There's very know. little details on it, you know. Yeah. There's, there's no uh, there's no pop uh, population. Uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Capacity. Thank capacity. you. Capacity. Uh, there's no cap- uh, capacity to saying what the new updated one is. Yeah. It's all the past one. There's very little pictures of the new ground yet. Um, I really don't I know can't... what's going to happen with it. To be quite honest with you, do you know? I'm hoping that it will be open for the monster final. Should yeah. we get there? And should we get Cork? It, it, uh, it, it depends. Apparently, like, it was designed to host this year's Monster Final regardless of who was playing in it. That's what... Um, Apparently. According to GA website uh, last November, Parkikoof will be available to host uh, 2017 Monster Finals, plural. So it's hurling as well. Mm. But uh, according to the GA websites and everything, there's no set venue yet for yeah. the Monster Finals that they're going to see what way... Uh, what teams yeah. are in the final? Because I'm guessing if it was Cork and Kerry, they could play it obviously in Parky Cueve. But was... I think if if it was Kerry and Tip, I feel like it would be in Clarny. It would either be in Clarny or Simple Stadium. It'd be one of the two. Or they could Simple Stadium. They could they they could throw the curveball and go. We'll we'll throw you in a neutral venue. We'll throw you in Parky Cueve. That's what I was thinking because yeah. if you look at something that I had said to you off recording oh, i was gonna say off camera but that doesn't really work <laughs> during the week was that the uh leinster championship the three games that were on last week in all the quarterfinals they were all in neutral venues and yeah. i quite like that it was all weird because there were se- separate teams were actually playing in like different areas like mead mead played loud up in dublin dublin played carlo in port leash wasn't it and then yeah. in offaly lee or what was the other game 
Oh, I, I can't think of that. Was it Leash and Leash and someone? They're playing. They're playing an awfully. Uh, Google, come to my rescue. Here. It was. It was Leash and someone. I can't think who the other team was. Was it Leash? I think it was Leash. Uh, hold on. I've got this. Uh, Leash and Kildare, of course. Yes. Leash, Leash and Kildare. Yeah, that was played enough. Yeah, that that was in Tullamore. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh separate areas going on. Like it's a lot of neutral. So. Because obviously, uh, in the Munster Championship this weekend, obviously Cork have home advantage against Tip, and Clare have home advantage in Ennis against Kerry. So there's no neutral venues. But then again, in the Munster Championship over the last couple of years, there's never been a neutral venue for a semi-final slash quarter-final. Because of course, Clare played Limerick in the Gaelic grounds, I think, and then Waterford yeah. played Cork in O'Moore. Was it o- no, it's not O'Moore Park. It's Walsh Park in o- in Waterford, and. No, Waterford is. Oh my god, I, I've I come across I, this. Yeah, this name. I can't actually pronounce the stadium name. Apparently, I keep getting it wrong. It's. I'm, think, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a different uh, place in Waterford, Walsh Park. It wasn't that one. It was a different pitch. I'm it's the one that I keep getting wrong. Uh, why does it come up with the soccer? Of course, it does. It's a, is, is it? It's well, it's not the, the big complex that they have there. Um. I can't think of it actually off the top of my head, Waterford's pitch. You don't you don't really hear much of Waterford's pitch to be quite can honest you, with you. Can you play some like elevator music or something there? <laughs> do 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 <laughs> Well while Sam of course is researching Fraherfield. 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 Okay. Is it Fraherfield or Fraherfield? So for anyone that's listening, you now know nearly every ground in Munster as well as a few up in Leinster. I I had a quiz question for you actually, but I had to click off the website for a second. Oh, but it was Fra Fraherfield. Fraherfield, I think it's pronounced. Oh God! Uh, the reason I had remembered that was because uh, remember that Kerry Waterford minor game. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Can you tell me what uh gr- or what club club county plays in Netwatch Cullen Park? Netwatch Cullen Park. Uh, Netwatch is a sponsor, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's actually Dr. Cullen Park. Give me the province. Leinster. Leinster. Wicklow? No. Carlo? Yes. Yay, I got, I got an I had, attempt. I, I feel like we, we discussed um, J.A. Grounds quite a lot, especially when we were in college, we discussed it as quiz questions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like I've never come across that name in my life. <laughs> No, there's a lot of weird, like... like Apparently it has a, a, a capacity of 21,000 as well. Jesus. Never really heard of that one. Like, there is a lot of Of course, you'd know the likes of Nolan Park, Simple Stadium, Parky Rin, Parky Cueve, Fitzgerald Stadium, Austin Stacks, Port Leash, uh, Kingspan, Breffany Park. You'd know all these pitches. But then there's like a, the, kind of the, the smaller counties then kind of have the weird, insignificant grounds. The ones you never hear of. <laughs> yeah, as in... The one in Waterford there that we were kind of stumped going, uh, what's the name of that? Fraherfield. Fraherfield, right. Do you want to move on from talking about... Oh, this is interesting, but okay, I suppose we'll get to the... <laughs> the main topic uh, of discussion instead of going about GA pitches and different things. We can come back to that in a different time, I suppose. <laughs> okay, so the main reason we're here is, obviously, as we said previously, Kerry play Clare in the Munster semi-final this Sunday, so in... Two days' time. Uh, Throw-in is at 3.30 and it is in Ennis and myself and Dermot will both be there. And we will hopefully have a match report 
back on the Kerry GA website afterwards. So we will link that across our social medias. And speaking of the social medias, Twitter at PlayingFieldFC, P-L-A-Y-I-N-G-F-I-E-L-D-F-C, which is a new at change from Playingfield16. We will be uh, live tweeting and doing social media updates from uh, Ennis on Sunday. Yeah. And of course, this podcast will more than likely be shared on that when it goes live, possibly Saturday at some stage, depending on how long it takes to edit it and stuff but of, but of course this is the 49th time that uh, Kerry and Clare will play in championship football Kerry have won 45 out of the 48 previous meetings with Clare winning twice and their last win came in 1992 in a shock defeat in the Munster final where they beat Kerry by 4 points but they haven't they came kind of close in 2014 but the Kerry squad then was a bit kind of helter-skelter because they didn't know what was going to go forward with Kerry. Of course, they did win the All-Ireland that year, but a lot of people were like, I think Gooch was out injured because he did the cruciate that year. And then, Oh, don't remind me, in Port Leash in 2015. Yeah, it was the year when uh, Paul Ganey and James Dunahoo kind of came into their own and they had that That really was big good... talking. It was a big turning point for Kerry GA because yeah, that year. I remember a lot of the discussion was Dublin are going to run away with the All-Ireland now for a few years, mm. but... We, we're in a transition period for Kerry GA and we need to see what youngsters come up and what, uh, how they take over from our legendary team of the past 10, 15 years, you know, your O'Shea's and all that. Mm. And the team's the team has started to come into its own. And of course, we beat Dublin in the league final, which was a big step for this Kerry team. And I honestly feel like that I'm confident that they can go on to an All-Ireland final this year. Yeah, it, it depends though, obviously, on the route to the final. Uh, who, of course, if Kerry do obviously get into the quarter final, who will they win it? Will they get into the semi final? Who will they come up against? Because, of course, there is a lot of tough teams. Kerry did come up against Dublin, of course, last year. I'm and hoping that uh, it doesn't follow the same route, although I'm kind of worried that it would be. Yeah. Favorite, favorites suggest that it could be Clare in the semi final and Tipperary in the final. <laughs> Same as last year. And then we had Clare in the quarterfinal, the All-Ireland quarterfinal last year. Yeah. So everyone was saying, oh, well, Kerry got an easy route to the semi-final where they got battered yeah. by Dublin. It's but not... honestly, it's not a good thing for us because to play two teams, two, two monster yeah. teams that aren't going to give us as big of a test to prepare yeah. for Dublin, for championship football, it's not good for us going well, forward. Well, to be fair, Kerry do not always have the easiest run to uh, an All-Ireland quarter-final. Like, of course, we have played Cork in the past in Munster finals. Of course, last year, Tipperary managed to beat Cork in the semi-final. It is a repeat of last year's championship in Munster. Because in 2016, we beat Clare in Killarney and then we went on to play Clare in Crow Park and we managed to beat them again. And then we went, obviously, on and lost to Dublin. But, like, Munster football mightn't be as tough as the likes of Connacht, maybe, or Ulster. But, like, Clare and... Clare and Tipperary have come on in recent years. Cork, Cork is starting to fade. Cork were I'm very. Hoping, I'm really hoping that Clare push Kerry. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Because um, you're thinking of the tomorrow's game being Cork. Tomorrow and, is Cork and Tipperary. Cork, Cork and Tip. Like uh, I, 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 I hope that Cork show up for. Yeah. From. From a Kerry point of view and from a neutral point yeah. of view, I want to see the Munster Championship be competitive. Yeah. But like, but to, to see a team give. The team a test. Yeah. Like, if Clare give Kerry a real shock and a real test, mm. it would be good for us. Even if Kerry were to be beaten, uh, which is 
unlikely, but very possible knowing. Yeah, it is. It is Kerry possible. GA. It's in Innes as well. It, it's Kerry yeah. GA. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. We just we're, don't. We're not. Yeah, we just don't know that much when it comes to it. But like, we would often shoot ourselves in the foot. Mm. But would that be a, a wake up call that the squad kind of needs? But we're hoping that the games like in Cavan uh, in the league and Monaghan in the league and Mayo yeah. in the league will give us that kind of edge to go forward and think, hang on, we don't want to do that again. Yeah. Like uh, Tipperary gave Cork a real test last year and they shocked them when they actually beat them in the semi-final. And we were all surprised that Cork had lost, but it's just Tipperary showed up. But we were all just... surprised looking at this year. Cork, uh, Tipperary are favourites to go and beat Cork tomorrow. Yeah, because of course Cork had a terrible game against Waterford, but scraped it late on to win by a point. Didn't that was almost that yeah. was. I I don't I no disrespect to Waterford, but from yeah someone who watched Championship going up or growing up, that was uh, that was not good. That no. was not good to see. No Waterford get so close to Cork, like they haven't really shown up in Munster Championship in the last few years. They're not they're not one of those great teams, but Cork just don't look. A, they look a shadow of what they were. Like, I remember when Cork used to play Kerry and it was the toughest game you'd play in Munster. You'd be fearful of that Cork team that would show up in Killarney or show up in Parky Cueve. You just don't Do you remember know. the likes of James Masters? Yeah, James what Masters. Owen Cadigan, another one. Daniel Goulding, of course. Oh, God. Um, when, you th- like, when I think of those names, I think, damn, like they used to scare me. I used to see the team sheet and think, oh, God. Albeit I was young at the time. Uh, going to Killarney or... Even Cork sometimes, and yeah. seeing those names, yeah. team yeah. you knew you were in for a, a tough game. Of and course. like, was it was it twenty fourteen uh, or twenty thirteen? The the replay, Kerry and Cork, that or was, the game in Clarity was a washout. Twenty fifteen was twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. That was no, the last piece. Uh, that was the last game. Twenty fifteen, twenty fifteen, I think was the replay. The absolute washout. Yeah, yeah, the washout. Because in 2014, we played Cork in Parky Cueve in the sunshine. And in 2015, we played them in Clarny in the absolute monsoon. Because do you remember, they had to have it at like a separate time because there was no floodlights in Clarny. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, and because in, in 2016, we played uh, we played Tipperary because Cork never showed up <laughs> that year. The likes of, and something that I came across during the week, actually, uh, some of you might know this, but uh, on Geltuk to playing uh, a Cork team. I can't remember, what was the Cork team? But uh, Noel O'Leary got sent off for clotheslining Mark O'Shea. Was this, the, up to was, was this in the, the Pell Comortis Gwelga thing? It was, yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I saw that game. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was surprised seeing Mark O'Shea play that game, all right. But there was a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talent in that Ungeltuk K- team. Kill Namarta. Yeah. It was and, last last Sunday yeah. in the Comortis Pell the yeah. Celtic final, and we'll get into uh, <laughs> Donald Leary just. Yeah. Donald Leary got away with one previous to that. Yeah. For dragging back, but he literally just clotheslined Mark O'Shea. And we'll um, of course, we'll get into a few more Ungeltuk players because uh, it's just it's what nine o'clock right. now. It's, it's gone. It's gone past eight, and the squad was announced. So do you wanna we'll like run through the squad so that's been announced. The Kerry team was announced uh, this evening, and it is as follows. Brian Kelly of Clarny Legion and Gold. Fionn Fitzgerald, captain of Dr. Croaks, is number two. Mark Griffin of St. Michael's Fymore and Shane Enright of Tarbert make up the fullback line. Peter Crowley, Ty Morley and Paul Murphy of Long Rangers, Temple Noah and Ratmore, respectively. In midfield, you have David Moore and Nancy Maher of uh, Naries and Dual. Michael Ganey of Dingle, Kevin McCarthy of Kilcommon and Donica Walter Cremon. And in full forward, we have Barry John Keane of Cairns Paul Ganey of Dingle, and James O'Donoghue of Clarny Legion. 
On the bench, uh, we have Brendan Keeley of Kilcommon, Jack Barry of Nagail, Ronan Shanahan of Austin Stacks, Jack Savage of Cairns Rattles, Jonathan Lyon of Clarny Legion, Kieran Donaghy of Stacks, Stephen O'Brien of Kinmare, Brian Sheehan of St Mary's, Johnny Buckley of Dr. Croaks, Darren O'Sullivan of Glenbeglin Carr, and Brian Obbyagluck uh, on Gaeltucht. So there is one or two surprises in there. Yeah. There's also additional members that have been added to the Kerry panel as well, not just those, I suppose. There's uh Aim Pismaris mentioned it that he is like a development squad as well. So he has uh, Sean O'Shea, Kinmare, Gavin White of Dr. Croaks, Jason Foley of Ballydonahoo, Gavin Crowley, Temple No. Brendan O'Sullivan, Valencia, Adrian Spillana, Temple No, Cottle O'Lunig, Ungueltuk, Dennis Daly, St. Mary's, and of course he has two players as well rehabbing from injury that would possibly might feature in the Munster final if they get there. That's Killian Young of Renard and Tom O'Sullivan of Dingle. But of course, Sam, what were Killian, you saying there? Killian about? Young, obviously. Yeah, Killian Young, sorry, and Tom O'Sullivan. You were saying something there about. But, uh, I, I mean, that Killian Young would obviously be a, a big loss to the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. They'd be missing your experience. But if you look at the team, like. Fiona, of course, captaining because uh, Johnny Buckley is on the bench. He's not 100% match fit yet. Mark Griffin and Shane Enright do have experience. And I think Tyg Morley, Paul Murphy and Peter Crowley. Like, I think Killian Young might have a might have a hassle getting into this team this year, though. Um, I tried to pick the team before it was announced yesterday and I had made two mistakes. Uh, I think you might have been on the same boat as me. Kevin McCarthy of Kilcommon playing yeah. at number 11 and Brian Kelly in goal. Brian Kelly in goal, yeah. I think... Uh, this, is this Brian Kelly's first championship since 2014 don't yeah. Think he, yeah, don't, yeah I don't think he played in 2015 Brendan Keeley of course but there is, yeah, there is talks I think that uh, there could be a, another goalkeeper coming into the championship squad fairly soon but for now it's just uh, Brian Kelly and Brendan Keeley both, Which is... both Killarney area I mean Kilcommon of course and Killarney Legion um, but BK <laughs> Keely like, and Kelly. Uh, Kerry do have a strong team. I'm I'm glad to see Barry John finally getting a start. He's he's worked hard for that. Normally he comes think, yeah, the yeah he deserves it. Yeah he he deserves the number thirteen. Of course filling in the number thirteen shirt from Colin Cooper. So uh, uh, he still probably won't even like. I'm looking at the subs here. You have to say that uh, Dave Moore and Anthony Murray will probably come off for Sheehan and Buckley at some stage. Yeah, you can see Barry John coming off for Darren O'Sullivan and Donica going in for forward. Uh, Ronan Shannon or Jack Barry might get a game in there Jonathan Lyon obviously is good off the bench Stephen O'Brien too Kieran the Donahue. bench is very strong yeah I'm very happy with the, the, the bit, team like, looks, there's, there's depth there's depth to this squad it's not team, just the 15 as I was the team as we were saying earlier as we alluded, alluded to uh, about it being a transition period that this is this is a different team this is a new carry yeah. team Donico Walsh is a leader in there now Shane Enright, uh, of course, is fairly old now. He's, well, he's not Fionn fairly Fitzgerald old. Fionn is captain. Dave Paul, Moore and Anthony Maher. Paul Gainey and James. And they're, they're young mm. enough. We'll yeah, this is James' first game since... I'm going to say Monaghan. Kerry Monaghan. Yeah, In the league, sure. maybe. Yeah, I think it was around one of those games. He's been injured ever since. Kind of recurring knocks. He was out of the... League final, so it'll be interesting to see what he can offer. Of course, Paul Gainey was Kerry's star player of the league, absolutely phenomenal player. Um, what did he score again? Something ridiculous. Uh, three forty-two. I, I have this written down here somewhere. Three forty-two, I think it was. Yeah, I think we it was in our match preview. Yeah, three forty-two in the league, which is fairly good for a full forward, considering. But it's he's, nice to see he's, an un, he's uh, one of the most underrated players in the GA at the moment. 
you look at Jack Barry, Ronan Channel, and Jack Savage on yeah. the bench, along with the likes of Kieran Donaghy, Brian Sheehan, Johnny Buckley, and Darren O'Sullivan. Youth and experience. There's a lovely mix in there. Yeah, including uh, and you, also, for, you, you forgot uh, Brian o, Brian O'Beglick as well. Another young lad getting his chance coming up from the under twenty one setup this year. Could have featured a lot in the league, I think, but because of the under twenty ones having a separate season as well. Of course, he couldn't play, and then there's a lot of names in that uh, development squad that can come up should they be needed as well. I think I think Kerry are in a I think, yeah. I think Kerry are in a good state right now, to be quite honest. I think they're yeah. The, the squad looks yeah. The squad looks very very yeah. good. Considering we were all panicking in 2014, and now we're we're good again because we do, we have players just coming up. Like there's it's literally like a factory in Kerry. At this, like you just yeah. walk in and there's footballers just coming as out as of it's the been line alluded every year. To in the past. Yeah, the Kerry production just, factory is rolling every year. 21s, minors, juniors, everything. Michael Ganey as well as another one that I... Uh, yeah, Michael and Paul. To see him start. Um, um, no, that front I, six, though, that front six uh, is quite uh, young. They have quite a lot of pace in them, yeah. which is definitely important if we are playing against a short kickout like we have predicted. Yeah, because clearly... You have the likes of yeah. Peter Crowley and Ty Morley who will push up as well. Yeah. Or even Paul Murphy and Ty Morley who Spot usually for, push up. Uh, Paul, Paul Murphy, of course, a forward by reputation maybe. He has played at 11 before. You know, he, he, he could play there again this year. Johnny Buckley as well. We just we just can't predict anything. I suppose Fitzmaurice is just so much to pick from this year. I've just got intel actually. <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough that if Tipperary win against Cork today the game will be in Thurnus ah, so, uh, and that is according to my wonderful grandmother uh, <laughs> who is very high up in the Kerry Supporters Club so if, setup. so she would obviously know her stuff so if Cork win we play in Parky Cueve and, and if Tip, if win, it's Tip win it's in Thurnus so Kerry will not have a game in Fitzgerald Stadium this year in the championship damn it <laughs> unless unless they lose and they have to go. That's to hopefully a lot of travelling for us. <laughs> well, to be fair, all 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 of the games barred Munster final will be in Crow Park, so <laughs> we kind of know where Ho- we're going at that stage. If, Again, if, if of course hopefully, we hopefully, 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 yeah. if we're good. Once enough. we can actually make it to Crow Park this year, <laughs> from a Kerry setup and from a, a playing field setup. Yeah. So looking at the course at the starting fifteen, I think we both agree that there's only two changes we'd make to the starting eleven at starting eleven, starting fifteen. Which would be take out Kevin McCarthy for Johnny Buckley and I suppose Brendan Keeley in goal. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know. Uh, Brian Kelly looks okay. He was very... Of course, the last time I saw him was in the 2014 season. He looked very very dodgy that year. He didn't look that confident. Brendan Keeley obviously, made phenomenal saves in the league this year. Obviously, Eamon Fitzmaurice has some trust in him to be able to play him this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd love to uh, figure out what actually is the reasoning behind that switch. Yeah, I I just because I was a bit surprised at that because of course we were at a lot of the games. Like, do you remember was it Tyrone the Tyrone game? Keely pulled off a few amazing saves. League final as well. He was very good in between the sticks. Like he's, maybe it might be down to uh, the kick out. I think Brian Kelly has a better kick out than Keely. Keely's kick outs were a bit, Keely Keely's kick outs were a bit, a bit hit and miss in the league this year. Especially against Dublin, some... he kind of missed. He missed kicked a very a few of those. I think I think Kelly might go for the short one as well. I think he he had a good he had a good kick out in the Munster final in twenty fourteen, and I think uh, there's a good battle in midfield there though with uh, Moran yeah. Mar against the likes of Gary Brennan. Yeah, but, uh, um, but Dave, and of course with the new Mark Mark Rule, yeah, uh, but David, in place yeah. for the first time in the yeah. championship that it's going to be a lot easier for Kerry to retain position because you see it a lot that Kerry teams in the past they 
they'll win the ball and they'll be taken yeah. to the ground, the ball will be taken off them yeah. in midfield and we lose possession that way. But because we have two tall men inside there, they'll be able to catch the ball and now they have space mm. to be able to... It's basically a free kick that they get. Like, David Moran is one of the best midfielders, I think, in the country right now. Would you agree? Yeah, agree. Like, like he had a phenomenal league final as well this year. Was and he an All-Star last year? Yeah, I think he was, actually. He's He's been phenomenal. Like, I think it was in 2014 he kind of got his... His push, of course, his father being the Kerry legend Ogie, thinks says enough about him. Like you have to, <laughs> yeah, you have to admire this man. He's uh, he's got a fairly big boots to fill in that family. Like I, I don't, th- I don't think it's the usual case of the father son gets on the team very easily. I think that was a bit more no, deserved. Don't you no, think? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Sam mentioned that uh, Gary Brennan, of course, plays in midfield for Clare. But for anyone that's wondering about the Clare team, I have it right here. Joe Hayes plays in goal. Uh, Gordon Kelly, Kevin Harness, and Martin McMahon make up the full-back line. Pierce Lillis, Dean Ryan and Kieran Russell make up the half-back line. Gary Brennan and Cahill O'Connor play in midfield. Shane Brennan, Sean Collins and Jamie Malone are the half-forward line. And then the full-forward line will be Keelan, Keelan Sexton, Owen Cleary and David Tuberty. And those three full-forward players are someone I uh, looked at in our match preview, of course, on the Kerry GA website. As being quite dangerous. They're not going to be a, a very easy. I'm confident in our defense. in our defence though. Yeah, I think the full our full back line is well able to be capable of them, but I don't think we should tread on them lightly though. I, um, think, I think there's a lot of uh I am trying to bring we it up. We have here. to be careful as I was uh previewing this game with my grandmother last night and uh she even mentioned it and it's something I just alluded to about the likes of Morley, Murphy or Crowley all pushing up, yeah. uh, especially if there's a short kick out. And we have to say, like, Ty Morley likes to come up and take his point, and he's yeah, very good he at does. that. He does, he does. But we have to be very careful of leaving that, uh, or being exposed too much, at the back too much for space. Cleary, yeah. Cleary, Tuberty and Sexton. Yeah, especially, uh, you. I think you mentioned it to me uh, during the week as well about discipline. Especially in our report as well, I think we mentioned it. Like Owen Cleary has one thirty one in the league. I think most of those came from freeze. And Kerry as well gave away a lot of free key, a lot of freeze against Dublin in Tralee, uh, in Killarney against Tyrone, and as well in the league final they gave away some unnecessary freeze. So I think it's something that I think Fitzmaurice will have to look at as well this weekend. Not- he did say in the preview that he they have worked yeah. in it, which I um I'm quite I was quite skeptical about coming into the championship. I thought yeah. that that may also be a problem, and I'm still quite worried about it. Because we have a, there is one or two in that back line who are prone to getting the old black card here and there. Yeah, yeah. Just we won't name any names. But, uh, <laughs> just the odd two. We just have to be careful yeah. that we don't that we stay disciplined. Mm. Like uh, I wouldn't, uh, or, or I wouldn't write off someday. the clear full, the clear, yeah, the clear three man attack between Cleary, Sexton, and Tuberley because they are they are decent. Like if they're given a chance to score, I think they'll score. But it's just how will Kerry defend as well you mentioned it there about the three lads deciding to push up Clare will opt for the shot kick out if they see that happening I don't think they should push up as much but I think Kerry as well in the league I think um, Morley and Crowley decided to go forward a bit too much and they kind of left they left the defence kind of gaping and I think a big example of that was against Mayo of course when we threw it away yeah, in the second half yeah completely threw that game away that, that was not a good game to watch Think I I think uh, I think Fitzmaurice does learn from his mistakes though. He I knows. think the league was a, v- a very good testing yeah, period for the Perry. League, the and of course, 
we were very lucky to get through it. Of course, losing to Mayo, losing to Monaghan, yeah. drawing against Dublin. Right. Yeah, drawing against Dublin and losing, or drawing against Cavan, which nearly felt like a loss, to be quite honest with you. What was it? We got out in six points? Seven points? I have it here as well. Where do I have it? Eight points. Eight points. Uh, to go side by side with the league campaign, both teams played seven games. Clare won two, drew one, lost four. Kerry won three, drew two, and lost two. Clare did, Clare, did Clare beat Cork? In uh, Clare did beat Cork, yes. 211 to nine points. Uh, they also beat down. So for a team points. that lost four games in the league, they still beat Cork by seven points. Yeah. Which was, I think was the shocking league. I think that's why people are like very sceptical against Cork this year that they kind of really dropped down I think a lot of uh, Cork legends have come out and said like oh yeah it's grand to develop Parky Cueve but the squad it's a squad isn't there like, but there's the, always the been unrest in Cork yeah especially uh, Cork football and Cork hurling especially in Clare isn't um, oh, Podge Collins isn't he playing for the hurlers this year instead of the footballers are seen injured yeah yeah because his father of course is manager of Clare but there is players that are like Pierce Lillis uh, Gary Brennan there is there's a few players in there, like not as notable obviously as the Kerry fifteen and the subs. But I don't know, I think it will be a testing game. I mean the last time we played them in Innes it was in twenty fourteen and we scraped that by four points. But then that was the Kerry in transition team that won the All Ireland that year. So I don't know, I think there's a bit of leeway to this game. You just don't we just don't know what you're gonna expect. Like I think we went into uh playing Monaghan, we thought we'd win that game. We didn't. We went into Cavan thinking we'd win it, we drew. Um it, we didn't go to Crow Park thinking we'd win that. Oh god. On the other. No. Yeah. Oh well to <laughs> we be told fair, If uh if Dean Rocket hit over that free, I think it might have been a different story in the day. I think we just got lucky. Do you know? Well, I mean it it goes one or two ways. Uh, like there's so many little things in a game you can't yeah. say it's just Dean Rock's yeah. free. I mean uh if Cluxton hadn't put over that point in the with the last kick of the game and Dublin hadn't progressed to be the squad where they were, if Kerry had won that or whatever yeah. and they had pushed on and won the next few years Dublin might not even be the force they are today yeah. there's so many variables that you can't really if uh, if Mayo had, had kicked over that final point in the 2014 replay Kerry wouldn't have gone to the final when it was just if, when it went to extra time you know so if Tipperary had beaten Mayo in the semi-final last year could they have beaten Dublin in the final <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, 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 I don't think that was going to happen but anyway um, what are you what are you anticipating Sunday I am. Um, I I don't like to predict games, especially with my own uh, yeah. clubs being involved. Yeah. Obviously, Kerry are favourites to win, mm. uh, as a well sort of neutral, but also from a Kerry point of view. I am very sceptical to write off Clare. Of course, we had troubles in Ennis recently. Yeah. And this is a team again that made it to an All Ireland quarter final last year. If we are to go on and beat Clare, I would be a little more worried about that Tipperary squad. Considering that Tipperary team got to an All-Ireland semi-final last year, they beat Tyrone, they beat Galway. They're not a team to be messed with. Yeah, they're not really, like, are they? I mean, <laughs> you're looking at, like, some... What? Quindlevin, Foley, Sweeney. They've used as well, though, but... I think this, this Kerry team looks a bit stronger than last year's, I think. I don't know. When is what, 24? Yeah, he's. I, I think uh, Mark Griffin might have to do a major job on him. But then they could start Killian Young as well on him. It depends, obviously, 
Fitzmaurice has so many options there to like look at this team, but like you look at last year's uh, Munster final, yeah, Kerry didn't have the easiest game, but they managed to come out and win. But of they course, they kind of make hard yeah. work of it. I think we'll, anyway. I think we'll know a lot more uh, tomorrow evening, whether it'll be Tip or Cork. Obviously, who's who's going to play? Who? I I like I. I'm pretty know. sure it will be a tip win. Yeah. I now, can't see anything other than that. No, you could say that. We 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 just don't know in the GA anymore, do we? True. I mean, when we went to Crow Park, we were going, here we go again, be it a repeat of Trillino, Dublin will probably come back and just walk it against us. And they didn't. We just we just don't know, like, you know? What's that? What What is the core team like for tomorrow's game? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Uh, I, uh, let I'm, me try and find it really quickly. Uh, I should be able to find it. Yeah, I'm not really too sure, but uh, if I, websites I would cooperate they, and load yeah. with me, I would be I able think, to tell uh, you. I think Tipperary just have that slight edge, but uh, my prediction anyway against Clare. Cork is O'Halloran and goal. Uh, Lock Ray Sullivan, Cronin, Clancy Shields, Crowley. O'Driscoll and Dean in midfield, O'Driscoll, Collins, O'Rourke, O'Neill, Kenneher and Kerrigan. Mm. That's not a... That's not a wow team, is it? Anymore. There's no one you look... Like Kerrigan, all right, but when you look at that team, you think, all right. That's not exactly the greatest team, greatest sports team I've ever seen. Where's the rest of them, like? Like, Cullinan is a better player than all of them. Cullinan, of course, was an all-star last year. All-star last year. As well as and Kerry's Paul Gainey. He's on the he's on the tip team, of course, he's playing uh full forward. Full forward. Um I don't know, like I'm I'm skeptical of Claire on Sunday. Like I'm I'm confident that they could come out and actually go for the win, but I think Claire would be a test. The short kick out might not favour them, they might kick long. If they kick long, it's between Gary Brennan or whoever's marking in between Mar or Moran. Um, be interesting to see how Kevin McCarthy can can play. Of course, filling the boots of Johnny Buckday. Will Johnny come on? Is he going to be fit for the final after that? If they do progress, Barry John, I think will perform tomorrow or Sunday. Then uh, James Dunhu and Paul Ganey. Will Paul Ganey kind of show the form? Like I, th- I think I think the the test will be on their their back line tomorrow, Claire. But uh, I think it's going to be a very um, a very fast paced game. Oh, I think yeah, especially yeah, if. Uh, if teams are playing the short kick out like we are predicting, yeah. like, um, hand passing is, and kick passing is going to be very key. Kick yeah. passing, I think, is a very uh, important skill in the game that's not really focused on enough. Yeah, I think I think it's something we we develop here a lot in Kerry. I think it is the kick pass. It's kick pass, kick pass, kick pass most times if you want to play fast. I think we we did that a lot in 2014. Did it a lot in the league as well. I remember um, in Tralee how fast paced that was and that was a league game and then the league final in Crow Park the league final in Crow Park felt like a championship game we lost our breath trying to cover that yeah like it was just <laughs> that it was, was that was, it was so it was, it was exhausting just, it was like unbelievable. over the bar kick out over the bar over the bar kick out over the bar again like it was just it was it's so kind of game you love to you love to watch them yeah like it uh, it will be an interesting game in Ennis um, of course we'll obviously be covering it but um mm, uh, like I, I, I'm not going At to Bayfield FC. Yeah, I'm not going to Ennis. Um, saying Kerry will win. Obviously, I would like them to win, but uh, it will be a test. I'm not really that confident when it comes to GAA because you don't know what you're going to get. Like looking at that Kerry team to the Clare team, they should. But like games are never won on paper; they're won out on the pitch at the end of the day. 
Um, I suppose a lot of Kerry supporters will be confident after seeing that team tonight and looking at Clare's for Sunday. Um, of course, of course. Um, you mentioned earlier on about the transition. I think Kerry have kind of gone through that transition period. The under twenty ones are no longer a thing now. It's going to be the under twenties. So a lot of those under twenty ones will have to find games either in the junior setup or this is the last senior setup. year of under twenty ones, right? Yeah, the last year of under twenty one. So next year is under twenty. I think Kerry were the last under Kerry are the last under twenty one monster champions. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> like um, of course. I, thought, I, I think it's a bit odd. Obviously, minor is what seventeen. Yeah. Uh, you only have a two year gap. Then you got minors into under twenties into mm-hmm. development into senior now. Just a, seems to be the system. Yeah, just a brief account because, of course, we go minor there. We talk about under twenty ones. The juniors are also playing uh, Sunday at half one against Limerick, and their team was announced just I think just after the main one, and that's uh, Thomas McIntyre in goal, Amy Jack McGuire, and Paddy Kenny as the full back line, James Walsh, Michal Foley, and Daniel O'Brien as the half backs, Robert O'Shea and Brendan O'Sullivan in midfield, Philip O'Connor, Jeff O'Connor, Jeff O'Donoghue, sorry, and Ina O'Connor in the half forward line and Killian Spillane captaining them a corner forward and then Connor Cox and Tomas O'Shea of Ungueltuk finishing up that team on the bench they have Kieran Fitzgibbon Liam Carey Ivan Parker Evan Cronin Dara O'Shea DJ Murphy Brandon Barris PJ McLove and Shane Stack now that's the junior team we wouldn't really know much about the junior setup. a lot of interesting players there players that have been on the Kerry team in the past uh, of course Brendan O'Sullivan for other reasons you might have seen the 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 press conference on the Playing Field podcast already on iTunes. That's a separate entity to this. Uh, of course, Brendan O'Sullivan having uh, issues with Sport Ireland for a banned substance. Uh, players like Killian Spillane, of course, um, from the famous Spillane dynasty at Temple No. I think they have a few good players, all right? You yeah. Like, as in, like, if you look at that, like, I think the Kerry Juniors are somewhere where, okay, we have the senior squad. You might go to the juniors for a year and we'll consider you. We always have something that the good it's players kind of, can play on. It's kind of another development squad, isn't it? Yeah, it's another. There's so many players there coming up that I'm thinking, you could play for Gary, you could play for Gary, you could play for seniors. I can see you playing. Yeah, which is it's it's quite good to yeah. see because I'm kind of like, damn, we have a lot of depth in mm. in here, and I I know it's it's a bit early to be saying this, but when you looked at uh, Dublin's league campaign, it was kind of an ageing squad and play- people are saying like, the players have to come up now. I know there was one player who played last weekend, I cannot think of his name off the top of my head, Lo- but he was absolutely brilliant. Lounders, was it? Oh no, was he the full forward? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... I'm going to try to get it really quickly. They, they were saying it as well a couple of years ago about Dean Rock coming up and look at him now, like he's, he's still young He's though. fantastic. He's still a young player. He's not, uh, he's not that old. But if like there's like players here like um Killian Spillane will will be a Kerry senior, there's no question of that. Tomas Shave and Gueltuk definitely will get a call up to the senior setup. Uh Pat Kikini has been on the senior setup in the past, as well as Brendan O'Sullivan. Um yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to this team. Of course, a lot of the, the development players that we mentioned that are on the senior panel were in the junior setup last year, were in the under twenty one setup this year. And then there's a lot of minors that will come up. Like, like, there's just so much players around Kerry. It's so hard to keep up after time. I think we're good, though. <laughs> I think I think the production line can just stop for a while. Oh, it was Niles Gully. That's the one I was Yeah, thinking. because there's too um, there's too many <laughs> there's too many good players now in this county. <laughs> we have to play them all. Like, and when you look at the minors as well, you're kind of thinking, okay. Yeah, because like you know, like obviously we have one uh, one very 
talented minor in there. Yeah, by the name of David Clifford. But there's talks, of course, of him packing his bags and heading over to the Aussie rules, which is something that could happen if you're not being selected. Like, there's so many Obviously, good players. Obviously, a certain that... Ty Canelli was saying that he has not spoken with him yet, and it's all rumours yet, but... Yeah, that's been talked, man. I mean, look at the size of David Clifford. Like, he's... Like, it was uh, only two years ago we had young Tomás O'Shea uh, of Ungelto being told that, oh, he's gone off to... Was it Canada to Irish dancing? Yeah, and now he's playing for the juniors on Sunday. Well, if it's the Back. same if it's the same Tomás O'Shea. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably a hundred of them up there. <laughs> yeah. It's literally... Ungelto, it's O'Shea's. Temple no, it's Spillane's. And around here, it's Canelli's. It seems to be just Canelli's around North Kerry, literally. Unfortunately, or, or I have nothing down here in Ballymac. <laughs> or just O'Sullivan's. It's literally every team has an O'Sullivan in Kerry nowadays. Sure, there's O'Sullivan's everywhere. You've keyed O'Sullivan with Dublin. Like, I don't know. But there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of depth, of course, to Kerry. But it, it, it'll depend on, can Fitzmaurice, like, change um, his play style? I think in a lot, of, a lot of games in the league, I think we mentioned it, that, like, is like an is like an old style of Kerry football, the original Kerry football that like they're not open to change. But I think with the way like he's giving players the chance to come in, young setup, I think he knows I can change my setup to suit these guys. That I, I think yeah, uh, it that was also very key in the league. The league squads were changing week in, week out. Uh yeah. and he played was it something like thirty two players in the league? I think so. Like, where did I hear that stat? There was a lot something of like that anyway. There was a lot of league players. That but, he was, um, it was very trial and error, and to come out winning the league was obviously brilliant. But to have played so many different players and given all these players a chance, and when you look at the likes of uh, that, the juniors that were added, the likes of Gavin White, Gavin Crowley, Brendan O'Sullivan is obviously there, uh, Adrian Spillane, Connor Lewin, Dennis Daly, like they all played, mm. and they were all given their chance, and now they're all in yes. the championship squad and as well. You look at um, Brian O'Biglick, who was actually in the starting squad this time last year, I think, for the actual going the Munster Championship and into the All-Ireland. I think he did he did play against Dublin, I think. But, uh, Do you remember like, this time last year we were wondering who Ty Morley was? Yeah. I was uh, coming off of Temple Nose All-Ireland yeah, win. Very sceptical. Like, he yeah. He's who a decent, is this guy? Yeah, he's a decent he's footballer. He's been fantastic. Well. Like, there's a lot of footballers, I think, that like um, are hidden gems around the county as well. Like, Ty Morley came away from that, that win against for Timple no but then there's a lot of players that like oh yeah at youth level they're looked at well, then there's you players... have to remember that we have a, a Glen Bay Glen Carr team that won the juniors and we have an Austin oh, Jesus Christ that was a bad mistake Dr. Crokes of course he won the All Ireland uh, club championship yeah like there are for these uh, club teams to go and win all Ireland titles for themselves there's obviously a case for all those 30 players to be Named in Kerry yeah. squads. Like, there's always players that, like, didn't play with uh, the minors in the 21. I think Paul Murphy, when he was called up to the Kerry squad, hadn't played with the minors. I don't think he, I don't think he was, wasn't even an under-21 exactly. player or not, but he, he got put into the squad. And he's done very well ever since, bar that mistake against Dublin, but they all make mistakes. Like, we we won't discuss that. <laughs> he's still a young player at heart, like, but, you know, there there, there is a lot there to Kerry nowadays. Like, um, if, you said in 2014 to me that a couple of years down the line Kerry would win the league again uh, and they'd have a, like a lot of 20 year olds like coming up that would be the future of Kerry and actually be favourites once again to win in All-Ireland I'd laugh at you because I'd go are we favourites? 
I, I think it's us in Dublin. I think I think Kerry and Dublin are side, but I think after the uh, after the league win, I think people have understood. There's still something there. I, I want to check uh, on to Yeah, and I think looking at our under twenty ones, looking at of course back to back to back to back minor win, minor All Ireland wins. Of course, this year again there could be another All Ireland minor win. Like you just you just don't know with this team. Um, Dublin are thirteen to eight with Kerry at five to two second favourites. Uh, to be that that low in odds is unbelievable. Mayo are eleven to two, time over eight to one. Mayo for Let's Sam again. <laughs> see where this Clare team is. Clare are 200 to 1 and Tipperary are, <laughs> Tipperary are 80 to 1 after making the All-Ireland semi-final last year. Jesus. And also Cork, Cork are 50 to 1. Cork are a lot shorter than Tipperary. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose This they're... is something I need to pursue. I want to see what the building odds are for the game uh, Saturday tomorrow. or Sunday. Oh, at Saturday's the, game. Uh, game of Parky Rain. Um... um Cork are heavy favourites. Well then. Mm, <laughs> okay, know. maybe I maybe I don't know anything. I don't know though. Like uh, that Cork Tipper two to Tipper two to one. Yeah, that that Cork team though, man, was absolutely shocking against um against Waterford. Like I Claire, I, I, I just Claire ten to one to beat Kerry tomorrow. Kerry are one to twenty on. Oh my god. Uh, so if you put twenty euro, you get one euro back plus your twenty. <laughs> bad bet. Um, bad betting advice here. Let's. Cork are eight to fifteen though. <laughs> Really, I, that is very low odds. I, I honestly think that uh, I don't know Tipperary are in with a much bigger chance, but obviously they think that the bookies think that Cork are going to win this, so maybe we are all wrong and everything we have said is wrong. <laughs> but I thought nah. this, this Tipperary team made an All Ireland semi final last year, and that is very odd to me. Yeah, and Cork, Cork went out in what the quarterfinals, and the last didn't even make that. Did they not? Could have sworn they made the other the quarterfinal. No, we match. had we had Kerry Tip and Clare as the as three out of the eight in the All Ireland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Cork, Cork knocked out in the qualifiers. Hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I I I don't I don't take anything from that though. The Cork are favourites. I think it's just they're just going off. Oh, it's Cork, but on form wise, I I, I, can I, tip my I honestly like. like the bookies are the bookies for a reason, and they're there to make money, and they know yeah. they know their stuff a lot better than we do. So didn't tip, uh, didn't tip win their Alliance League division this year? When they did Div Three, and they got promoted to Div Two. Yeah, they they won Division Three. Yeah, and they're in Division Two, and Cork came nowhere in Division Two or in Division Two because uh, Galway and Kildare, of course, were in the final that we watched. I think they won Division Three. Did they win Division? Yeah, three? they won their division. I think they got promoted. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, uh, Connor Sweeney scored two five. Yeah, oh, God. So that's um, they beat. Who did they beat? Uh, I, th- I, I think Louth. I think they beat Louth. Yeah, I think that's why I am. Um, I'm anticipating them to be Cork tomorrow. But look, but they made an All Ireland semi final last year. That's the thing that baffles yeah. me. Ahead of the likes of Donegal and Tyrone yeah. and even Cork. Munster final against Kerry wasn't wasn't the the knife to the or the the sword. Game that we would have thought would have actually happened. They 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 gave Kerry a battle, you know. They they yeah. went out in Killarney. They gave him a game. They surprised us beating Cork. But I, I wouldn't. Uh, Munster football has changed dramatically. I think since we were growing up. I mean, every year I think for us it was Kerry Cork in the final or Kerry and Cork and meeting the semi finals. And then you sure, know, I, I think we all have a, a most of us from Kerry anyway. Most of us are own well, even around my age. I think for me growing up it was. You're looking forward to the first Sunday in July when it's the sunshine in Killarney as Kerry play Cork. Mm. That was uh, always like a yeah. Every was... every Munster final was before my birthday, 
So it was always I'd go there before my birthday every single every single year. Yeah, I think one year it actually fell on the Sunday. I think that was the twenty fourteen no twenty fifteen final. Was the, the rain on, the washing? Yeah, yeah. That was for I think it was the first day. I was it a couple of years back. I actually can't remember. Um, I think I think that was the day that Gooch had an unbelievable game in Killarney. Do you remember? Was it the game? The game he caught the free. Oh, no, the, the pass. The, I don't think it was 2015. No, I can't remember uh, the game. 2015 was the 5th of July. Yeah, uh, yeah. 2015 would be the 5th. It'll be my birthday, the 5th. Um, yeah, 2015 was the 5th of July. Yeah, I can't really remember. But I I just remember having so many like uh, amazing Munster final memories in Clarny because I, I wouldn't really travel to Parky Creep that much. I'd been there like a few times, but like I'd mainly go to the one in Clarny because it was local and it was easy to get a ticket for it. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to find that game, but uh, all I'm getting is that this year's um, Munster final. Yeah, be very, very interesting though. You'd ask me a couple of years ago, you'd be going to Munster semi-finals and finals as press. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, right. That's, the, that's the thing for us. It's like, uh, it's so surreal. Yeah, it was uh, Cork three twelve, Kerry two fifteen, and fifth uh, of July twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that was the the first game of the replay. That was that was the game that Fionn hit over the point later on, wasn't it? That uh, since it's uh, the draw, and then we uh, to... James Donoghue scored one two. He scored a penalty. Yeah. Uh, Brian Sheehan scored four points. Donoghue scored a goal. Buckley, uh, Donoghue Walsh, Colin Cooper, Paul Ganey, Anthony Marfion, Fitzgerald. Yeah, one point each. Yeah. Cooper only scored one point, didn't he? Yeah, but that was uh, that was Cooper coming. I mean, twenty fifteen was the same year that we played Kildare and Crow Park. Oh God! <laughs> I oh, mean, oh, that's seven, seven yeah. something. I was in the, uh, I was in the Cusack kind of, like I would call it the corner flag, you know, like by the edge of the pitch where um, you have the sideline. I was kind of over there, and there was Kildare people around us, and they were cheering whenever we'd score. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, well done, that." What was the final score? Was that again? Uh, uh, seven sixteen to ten points. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was. Yeah. That was one of the that was one of the best yeah. uh, GA games like, like, I remember exactly where I was. Yeah. Though, so. You remember like you were on about it earlier on about like Kerry being tested. You look at twenty fourteen, the year Kerry West won in All Ireland. They played Clare, four point win. They went on and played Cork in the Munster final. Uh that was a testing game in Park Equipe, of course they won. Went on and played Galway. I was at that game in Crow Park as well. And Galway came out that day. Of course, Kerry did win, but Galway were a tough team that day. Galway were a good team. Yeah, they were a very good team on the day. Kerry then went on to the semi final, and if it wasn't for the James Dunhu goal and Kieran O'Leary getting that point later on, uh, sent it to the replay in Limerick. <laughs> and then, of course, they got lucky in the replay and managed to get to the game against Donegal, and that was another tough game. So I think running off that form to last year. Where they had a, they washed Clare aside. They beat Tipperary, an understrength Tipperary team. Went on to Craw to Craw Park then and played Clare again, and what like just went get okay, bye. Good luck. We'll meet you. We'll meet you some other time, lads. Into the <laughs> final against Dublin, and Dublin just went, yeah, okay, we beat you. We beat you fairly fairly comfortably. Like that was a Dublin team that had, well, yeah. I was gonna say a bit of a test, but yeah. That's the now. They played team. a few more games yeah. as well. I think. I think um, a lot of people do write that. It's like 
yeah, Kerry would play the likes of these teams and they'll have to come up against the big boys come Crow Park. And if they're not ready, they're not ready. Like, of course, Kerry did beat Dublin this year. They have a, they have a one a one in one record against them, drawn one, one one. Yeah, one one zero. And, and then they're probably going to lose in Crow Park. Come. Haven't lost to Dublin since last last year. August. Last year, <laughs> last year semi final. We won't speak about that. Yeah, but um, but we're unbeaten in two. That's yeah, a positive. Yeah, we are unbeaten to be fair. But um, I don't know. Uh, Kerry's championship, like. I'm fairly confident this team can make a final, but it depends. All Ireland on, final, yeah, Munster final, final, Munster final, and All Ireland final. I think they can win Munster this year, depending, of course, on the game in Parky Rin. Um, whoever comes through that and goes into play in the final, if they do beat Clare on Sunday, then you're looking at what what will be the route to the final. Who will Kerry play in the quarterfinals if they get there? Who will come through the back door, or who will? I think is it the runners-up of Connacht we play or Ulster or something. I don't know. I'm not that confident on that one. It's, yeah, it's someone through the... Yeah, because uh, we... Yeah, because, because, uh, yeah, because we played uh, Clare last year, but we played Galway the year before, and the year before that we played Kildare in the quarterfinals. It, so it's, it's like the runners-up of Connacht versus uh, whoever they draw from the third round. I'll do my... And we uh, play that team or something yeah. like that. I'll, I'll do my keyboard sounds right now and see. Because <laughs> I think it is on the GAA website. Uh... But of course, there's no point in us getting used to championship format because it's all going to change next year. Yeah, it is. We're going to have the Super 8. So uh, if me and Sam do get pressing in next year, we're going to have more games. <laughs> we'll have a lot more games at Croke Park, providing we make it to Croke Park. Oh, that'll be mad. Okay, so on... No, sorry. It won't, they won't be in Croke Park. There's a, a home and away in a neutral game in that Super 8 uh, format. There's two teams of four will make the... Or obviously, eight teams will make the order in quarterfinals and they will be split into two groups of four. And in those two groups of four, uh, each team has to play each other once. Okay. One game will be Here home, one away, and one is in the neutral ground. Yeah. Um, uh, for next starting next year, and the All Ireland final will be in August next year. So the winner of Munster would play uh, the winner of the round four A qualifier. And the round four A qualifier is the Connacht runner up versus the round three A winner. And the round three A winner <laughs> is either the round two A winner. Or, oh, that's... oh that's, there's so many yeah okay so Kerry will play either whoever comes second in Connacht and whoever goes through the back door but other than that uh, Connacht then will play the round 4A winner as well which is uh, the most runner up against or... the 3A winner so Kerry, or yeah so Kerry will and going into the semi-final then uh, will be Connacht against Munster so Kerry will avoid Dublin this year should they get into the semi-final really yeah um, it's Connacht v Munster provided so it could be Mayo and Ke- oh my god it actually could be a repeat of uh, of 2014 <laughs> you never oh, know can we go to Limerick instead you never know because right it is I, I Con- want to go back to Limerick yeah. and relive that, yeah. uh, that Gaelic Grounds game actually no I won't because uh, Mayo are playing Galway this weekend in the semi-final of Connacht so it won't it'll be probably Sligo or whoever is in the other game, Ross Common maybe. So it could be Kerry. So it could be Kerry Ross Common 
if Kerry do manage to get that far. So I highly doubt Leitrim made it anyway. Yeah. I think <laughs> our uh, anybody from Leitrim. Yeah. I think but, our uh, I think our yeah. press careers might be intact for a while, you know. <laughs> I think we have a lot of games that we could get into. Uh, so far. Touch wood, I wouldn't jinx that. <laughs> Sam this, hits, this is Kerry Sam, like. Sam, Sam hits table repeatedly going, just touch wood, just touch wood. We all we also need a lot of luck here. We're just kinda we're yeah. just students having fun at the moment. <laughs> well, we're doing Oh no, but it is uh it is an absolute honour for us like to be looking forward to Sunday. Uh yeah. To be travelling to a Munster semi final as usual. But to be doing yeah. it in a totally different way this but year I, is I can't, it's surreal. I can't remember being in uh in Ennis in a while. Or have I even been to that pitch in Ennis? I actually can't remember, you know. Music um, Park. Yeah, I was actually to... there two years ago, uh after Clara played Waterford in that unbelievable no, was it Claire Kilkenny or one of the hurling games, one of the big uh, hurling games. I was there the day afterwards because my, bro- my brother was in Innes for a few weeks or something. And uh, we went to find the ground just to see where the ground was. And that's how I know where we're going tomorrow. <laughs> I mean Sunday, mate. <laughs> it's so confusing. It's, it's, oh, lad. No, no this, is out, this is out on Saturday. Yeah, so. yeah. Plus, it's uh, we're on our holidays and we don't know what day is which now. <laughs> we, no, see, we, we see, just... This is out. See, it, this this comes out on tomorrow. Sam, for Sam, for Sam, us, it's Friday. Yeah. So for if this comes out on the Saturday, then I'm saying tomorrow because you know that Clare, <laughs> yeah. and Clare is Sunday. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Sunday because I might edit it fast and it could be up tonight if you get me. But I I just don't know. You know, um, depends really. And like this this could be up after, uh, the Cork and Tip game tomorrow. It could be up before it. It could be up later on tonight. Uh, it could be up late depending on how long I stay up editing it or if I just say, all right, I'm just going to bed, lads. Good luck. I'm excited for that court and tip game up. Yeah, that is uh that's gonna be a very good game. Um obviously. Winners play us. If uh if we do make it through, then it's off to Crow Park if Kerry can go through that again. Now look looking at, like the reason I say Kerry sh- Kerry will be going through is looking at the squad, I'm confident. This this team has all Ireland winners on it. It has potential all Ireland winners on it. Uh from youth level and all the way up. I think potential. I think confidence is there. Like, potential is in, like, um, they could go further. Like, uh, there's players in that team that might have won All-Ireland minors, under-21, All-Ireland titles, Munster titles, all this stuff. And League titles, any and League Division 1 <laughs> titles, but hey! <laughs> <laughs> this year's, this year's crown. Like, like, Kerry could do the treble this year, you know? League, Munster, Yeah, we could. I, I wouldn't be very... Yeah. And your two yeah, we favorite, could. and your two favorite people on the playing field might be there every step of the way, whether they like it or not. <laughs> well, we like it, but whether it happens or not is the actual story. Here, to be fair, right? We know we, we know the, the the underground system of Crow Park now, where everything goes on, so we can try to sneak our way in. <laughs> we know where to go. We'll just stand. We'll stand at the corner, the steps. Yeah. We'll talk. I don't. Our, I don't need a seat. We'll talk our way in. Sure, we're from Kerry. We're cute. Like, we're cute like that. But um. Yeah, of course. It's 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 something something surreal to be given an opportunity like this. Being you're twenty, I'm nearly twenty. I'll be twenty before the Munster final, I think, or after the Munster final. It depends on when this is recorded and when this is uploaded. <laughs> no, like I and actually, if I'm actually eighteen. Yeah. I actually need to check that. When is the uh, bloody Munster final? Because the second uh, of July. Second of July. So I'll be I'll I'll still be nineteen doing that game if we get there. If we, obviously we get there in the first, I think the first we place. we we will probably be there as patrons anyway. Oh, yeah, I don't want the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it's if it's in 
somewhere. <laughs> if it's in Parky Queen, we might we might give an old gawk down to see the new ground. If it is in Torres. That would be that would be fairly nice. I'd love to see the new Parky Queen. Yeah. Although I don't I'm not even really excited for that walk. See, would you for for the sake of looking at this new Parky Queen, would you rather call Yeah, I'd put it I would put it in Cork anyway. Mm, I'm saying I, I don't I don't I don't really care if it's Cork or Tip, I think it should be in Parky Queen anyway, because we've seen that with uh Fitzgerald Stadium, we've got it of course no matter what after Yeah. After it was re regener re, re what's the word? Regenerated? Redeveloped. Re, no, redeveloped, that's the word. Yeah. Thank you. Uh so I think that Parky Queen should be put to use. And of course they will they're lined up for a lot of uh, big concerts next year, so but I want to see it as a GA ground. Yeah, because that's the that's the idea of it, it being built. Like it was built in the the grounds of an old one. It might as well be used for the actual game of either the big ball or the small ball. I think it's safe to say that we didn't exactly enjoy that old ground either. Yeah. Well, to be fair, was... come after five o'clock tomorrow, maybe seven o'clock, it could be there could be a lot of qualifiers played there instead of a monster final, depending. <laughs> imagine, True, but of imagine course, tomorrow, that tomorrow's game is in Parky Rain. Parky Rain, yeah. So obviously, if if it was, yeah. it'd be kind of be a kick in the teeth, up? wouldn't it? Like, oh yeah, we'll we'll develop it by the Munster final next year. It's not develop. It's not the Munster final mightn't be played there, and Cork mightn't play football or hurling there till next year. But then I'd again, say it's in Parky Green because yeah. uh, they have they wouldn't exactly yeah. draw crowds. Putting in Cork, Cork or um, Cork, of course, in the hurling semi final. So True. they could play. They could play the hurling final. We just don't know. Although. I think uh, yeah. Tomorrow. Actually, I did say in a plural when yeah. I looked it up earlier. Uh, it's Munster finals. Yeah. Uh, the GA said they were ready to host. Mm. So, so um, they could be in the hurling regardless. You wouldn't know with uh, Tipperary tomorrow. They could be out for revenge, having lost the hurling to Cork. No one expected <laughs> that to happen. So. No that one, was a bit. Impressive. No one really knows what's going to happen. It's the GA nowadays. Like you just don't really know. Um, well, going off those bit nods, it seems like Cork are going to be Tipperary to. <laughs> But I, I personally uh, still don't think so. I think that Tipperary will be core. Yeah, same as. I don't think it's going to be a comfortable game, but I think uh, I think Tip might edge it ever slightly. Um, I don't think, I think it's it'll be a low-scoring game. Um, yeah, I think I think scores might be hard to come by. But then again, with the way championship paces, you just don't really know. Yeah, you Cork can't really call this game, can you? Cork could commit a lot of fouls. Hmm. You just don't really know, to be quite honest, do you? What's going to happen? Um, right, so we've... I think we've pretty much come to the end of this. Uh, yeah. We have gone over an hour. I think this might be an hour and six minutes, if I'm right yeah. to say. hour and something. It depends on when it gets edited, chunked down. Because, of course, we've, um, we're not putting the press conference into this like we did with the Easter one. Because uh, there was separate... This We're making like a podcast being a separate episode to the... I suppose press conferences beforehand. Of course, we we have been to the press conference. Ian Fitzmaurice did pre prior to this game, so that of course went up before this, along with the Brendan O'Sullivan uh, section of that press conference. Of course, our match preview is available on the Kerry GA website. You'll see me and Sam uh, tagged. Link in the description. <laughs> we're, we're we're tagged in it, of course, at the top of the. Thing our social media links are below. Sam's blog and my blog are there, where we do our individual writing. Our Plainfield podcast link to iTunes is there, as well as our Twitter at Plainfield FC, which will be where you will find us Sunday in NS, provided we find the pitch. Hopefully, we'll find. <laughs> it. I I think I have a I have an idea, and I, um, I think I do. Just as well. to note that if 
if you could hear background noise, I apologise. Yeah. We made it almost all the way without hearing anything in the background. From <laughs> of course, side Sam, of Sam, of course, is on uh, a line wherever he is recording this right now. Of course, I'm in my area where I have my microphone and stuff already set up. Of course, Sam will obviously have background noise. Well, I probably will have it as well. You might hear separate things. We're not in a booth. In a room. It's just like... Yeah. It's, it's a, just like in Bang FM the yeah. time when you can hear background yeah. noise. It's a Skype call. Like you're you if you listen to any podcast you're gonna obviously hear people talking in the background and noises and stuff even And hopefully if you're in an hopefully, office um, or everywhere, you know. In the future audio will improve, but I think this should be alright. <laughs> yeah, you know. Obviously, I, um feedback would be appreciated on that at, at Plainfield FC. Yeah. Um if there's anything we can do to improve audio quality and even the quality of the podcast itself. Yeah, of course that you know, uh Every, I suppose, cr- critical review is appreciated. We're we're young. We're starting no, off. No, we're we, finding we, our we don't want hate speech. We want uh, constructive <laughs> criticism. Constructive criticism. Critical. Give us a critical analysis of our audio right now. Exactly, or our performance. <laughs> and if you want to sacked, good luck. <laughs> yeah, but of course, uh, that is going to be probably the end of this podcast. Looking forward to Sunday's game. Uh, I suppose after Sunday's game, we might do a review of it. And I suppose looking yeah, forward of course to... we will have another podcast. Yeah. Um, sometime during next week, Cause uh, reflecting on Kerry yeah. and Claire and whatever happens between Tip and Cork t- on tomorrow, we will know. I suppose more further in the future where we stand as well with Munster final going forward and stuff. I suppose, but uh, yeah, until then, I suppose, guys, that is. Goodbye from me. Uh, thanks, Sam, again for coming on to the Skype call. We have something else to record I'm, on I'm now. I'm co-host. I, I shouldn't be thanked for coming on. I should be here. I suppose. If you have made it this far, um, congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> you you really, really deserve that. <laughs> but of course, because, uh, you know, it's it's not like, uh, okay, we're in a room, we'll get two microphones set up. Of course, you have to find an area where you can record with your... I, I, I think the device getting the audio quality right and getting background yeah. noise out of the way is the hardest part yeah. of this. Yeah. See, I think what we wanted to do was over the summer, like, be producing podcasts. We didn't want to be tied down by uh, not having the facilities available. So we... Like, I, well, this is probably still good audio. Like, we, we recorded we it the last day. We have Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're still students at the end of the day. We're not high up yet. We might be. We, haven't, we, can't, we can't afford the... Mm. The good stuff. <laughs> but uh, I suppose, guys, that will be signing off the podcast. Make sure to check us out again on social media links, and we will have our match report up hopefully not too long after the game against Clare. And yeah, I think there will be a podcast in the future again. But uh, just keep an eye on the Twitter for all updates. I think that's the easiest way to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that'll that'll do. That'll wrap it up. So. Everything is social media nowadays. You'll find us everywhere. Even if you don't want to hear us, you'll hear us somewhere. <laughs> I love the fact that we're not in a studio, so this is a lot harder to wrap up than it should be when we have like a yeah. clock ticking against us. Yeah. Whereas now we're just kind of like, yeah, right, sure. Yeah, we're we over, always think something we're, to we're say. over an hour anyway, I think. That's about the main thing. So we, 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 we're about we, an hour and 10 minutes, so we hope yeah. you've enjoyed this edition. Yeah. First, and first of course, this episode one of our new era of podcasting, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's it. it. Now we can now we can uh, leave, either go to bed or edit this, and then get up tomorrow and look at championship again. I don't know about you, but I need to go get water and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, thanks for listening again, and until next time, goodbye. Bye-bye.